far as friars go, you can't do much worse than Friar Lawrence. He conducted the marriage ceremony of two teenagers who had known each other for a couple of days without permission from their parents. Who does that? Seriously. Greetings and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast where this summer we combine my two favorite things, literature and summer vacation. Get ready for some literary quotes. Here's a quote from Act 4. This is Juliet. I have a faint cold fear thrills through my veins that almost freezes up the heart, the heat of life. Act 4, scene 3, lines 15 through 16. Shakespeare gives us an array of literary devices with Juliet's utterance. We get alliteration and foreshadowing. Juliet knows this will not end well. She knows Friar Lawrence's plan won't end well. And we knew that too. We're going to talk about Lawrence's plans here in a second. Juliet's father says, Death is my son-in-law. Death is my heir. Capulet's lament is ironic on so many levels. Death is his son-in-law, in so much that Romeo was dead to the city after his banishment. Romeo will be physically dead shortly as well. The audience knows that Juliet lives, making Capulet's sorrow unnecessary, for now at least. So on yesterday's episode, I said if you love oxymorons, you can't help but love Juliet's reaction to Tybalt's death at the hands of Romeo. Today, I'd like to say if you love morons, you can't help but love Friar Lawrence. It's quite possible Friar Lawrence is the most irresponsible, idiotic friar and character to ever grace a Shakespearean stage. Just take a look at his plans. Friar Lawrence plan number one. Hey, I have an idea. I'll consent to marry two teenagers who have known each other for a few hours, hoping it will end the feud between the two families. Result? Well, I guess it kind of works. The feud does end. Now, after spending several lines telling Romeo what a horrible idea this is, Lawrence states, In one respect, I'll be all thy assistant be, for this alliance may so happy prove, to turn your household's rancor to pure love. That's Act 2, Scene 3, Lines 90 through 92. Friar Lawrence knows the wedding is a really, 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 really bad idea. Yet goes forward with it anyhow. In short, he's willing to sacrifice the happiness of Romeo and Juliet to promote peace. This is consistent with the loins reference in the prologue, suggesting these star-crossed lovers are sacrificial lambs. There's certainly a Christ figure motif working here with the town's ecclesiastical leader sacrificing two innocents on the altar. Before we get to Friar Lawrence's next plan, I feel the need to suggest some genius plans. Genius lesson plans, that is, at elacomicorlessonplans.com. You don't need to spend every afternoon reinventing the wheel of Romeo and Juliet lesson plans. These student-ready, teacher-ready plans can be used immediately. All you need to do is download, print, and copy. Well, first you need to go to the show notes. The teaching unit is more than a collection of the best Romeo and Juliet lesson plans I've used during my nearly two decades of teaching. Actually, over two decades of teaching. It's over 170 pages of teaching magic. There's 30 lesson plans including multi-day unit comprehensive activities, 10 quizzes with answer keys, multiple choice and essay questions for each act, along with analysis quizzes of important scenes, tons of graphic organizers with answer keys, essay rubrics, scene summaries, character analysis, PowerPoint notes, presentations. We're talking a complete 8 to 12 weeks of lesson plans and materials. Simply print out the assignments and quizzes, make friends with the copy person at your school, and stop stressing about lesson planning. Let's get back to the friar's plans. His plans are bad. My plans are good. Friar Lawrence plan number two. Hey, I have an idea, Romeo. Go to Juliet's bedroom and comfort her. Leave really, really early in the morning so you don't get killed. After all, you did kill Juliet's cousin just now and her parents would be severely displeased. Sit tight in Mantua while things die down, no pun intended, and you'll come back with trumpets blazing and full of joy. Plan started off well. Romeo and Juliet did get some comfort. Romeo did leave in time. 
If not for that D-bag Paris and that idiot Capulet, this plan had a chance. Although I find it highly doubtful Lord Capulet would have been too pleased to discover his daughter had married the son of his archenemy and killed his favorite nephew. In fairness to Friar Lawrence, he was kind of stuck at this point. He was stuck, however, by his own stupidity in marrying the two horny youngsters to begin with. You know what Friar Lawrence could have used? My free lesson planning video course. If you happen to see the Friar on your morning walk, they just tell him to check out the show notes. I like that plug. That was good. I like that. I like that. Friar Lawrence plan number three. This is the seven-step plan. Step one, Juliet lies and consents to marry Paris. This step is quite easy considering Juliet's been lying to her father the entire play. Ingrate. Juliet goes to bed alone. This step is easy. After all, I'm guessing Juliet goes to bed alone every night that Romeo isn't around at least. Juliet drinks. Step three, Juliet drinks potion that fakes death. As long as the potion works, this step should be pretty easy to pull off. I am, however, curious how Friar Lawrence tested this particular concoction. Step four, Juliet gets found dead. Juliet really has nothing to do here. She just needs to appear dead and taken and be taken to the Capulet tomb. At this point of the play, it appears as though Frylaw's plan is going great. Step five. Friar Lawrence sends letter to Romeo. Step six. Juliet wakes up while Romeo is waiting. Technically, Romeo is waiting, right? Step seven. Romeo and Juliet run away to Mantua. Unfortunately, it's hard to run when you're dead. The result is a lot of people die. This could be classified as a major fail. Now, all Friar Lawrence has to do is send a freaking letter to Romeo. I get mad every time I discuss this. That's it. So what does he do? He assigns the task to Friar John. Friar freaking John. Deliver the freaking letter, you imbecile. You gotta love Friar Lawrence's reaction upon hearing of Friar John's failure. By my brotherhood, the letter was not nice but full of charge, of dear import, and neglecting it may do much danger. Hey, Friar Lawrence, did it ever occur to you to tell Friar John this before? you sent him? How about Friar John? Get this letter to Romeo as soon as possible. It's really important. So don't stop and visit people. Or better yet, Friar Lawrence, how about sending the letter with someone under the age of 129? Or better yet, Friar Lawrence, how about sending two letters or three just to make sure it gets there? And here's what I want to know. Why wasn't Friar Lawrence at the tomb? And another thing, when Juliet wakes up, did it ever occur to Friar Lawrence that maybe, just maybe, he shouldn't let Juliet alone in the tomb with her dead husband and dead fiancé? So what can we take from all this? Be careful who you're taking advice from. For example, you should take advice from me, but not Friar Lawrence. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 